Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Welcome to Brain Stuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Brain Stuff, I'm Lauren Vogelbaum, and today's episode is another classic from our podcast's archives. In this one, we talk about a mineral that you could say is man-made, but it isn't produced in any lab or forge. It's trinitite the glass that was created when the first nuclear weapons tests melted desert sand. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. It was theoretical physicist J. Robert Oppenheimer who chose the codename Trinity for his trial run of atomic weapons, though he could never remember why. As a participant in the Manhattan Project, he oversaw the construction of four atomic bombs. By the spring of 1945, the U.S. military had started looking for a place to test one of them out— Sites in California, Colorado, and Texas were considered before the Pentagon chose a patch of terrain at the White Sands Missile Range in New Mexico as the site of the Trinity Project. On July 16, 1945, at 5.29 a.m. Mountain Time, a plutonium bomb, known simply as the Gadget, was detonated at the site. This marked the first deployment of an atomic weapon in recorded history. 
Within a month, the United States used two atomic bombs to level both Hiroshima and Nagasaki in Japan, helping bring World War II to an end and sending a very clear and violent message to other world powers. So began the atomic age. Back in New Mexico, scientists discovered that the explosion that had started it all left something behind— Nuclear physicist Herbert L. Anderson and his driver inspected the Trinity blast site shortly after the bomb detonated. Over the radio, he announced that the area had turned all green. A layer of small glassy beads covered the crater. Most were olive green in color, though some samples were black or reddish in hue. The substance is now known as trinitite. Plenty of trinitite was still there in September 1945 when a Time magazine report described the crater as a lake of green jade shaped like a splashy star. Physicists realized that this trinitite was desert sand that had melted down during the blast and then re-solidified. Our understanding of trinitite has changed recently. At first, scientists assumed that the grains of sand that turned into this material had melted at ground level. But a 2010 study found that the sand was actually pulled up into the heart of the explosion, where high temperatures liquefied it. The stuff later rained down, cooled, and turned solid. There are no laws against buying or selling trinitite samples that have already been collected, but it's now illegal to remove this substance from the blast field. You won't find much of it on site anyway. America's Atomic Energy Commission bulldozed over the nuclear test site in 1953. In the process, a bounty of trinitite was buried underground. And buyers beware, there's a lot of phony trinitite on the market. Trinitite is indeed radioactive. However, it's been deemed basically safe by a health physics survey. So the glassy beads were snatched up in huge quantities by souvenir-hungry visitors to the site. Jewelry created with trinitite was even made for the purpose of propaganda. These kinds of glassy residues are left behind whenever nuclear weapons go off at the ground level. They've been recovered in the wake of atomic tests over such places as the Algerian desert. But the name trinitite is typically reserved for specimens found at the original Trinity site at the White Sands Missile Range. Some scientists prefer to call material found in other parts of the world atom site. Today's episode is based on the article, Trinitite, How the First Nuclear Bomb Turned Sand to Glass, on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Mark Mancini. Rainstuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.